Today we're going to have a um, different opening for the podcast. Uh, I just wanted to address something due to, you know, me being an African-American male and what's going on into the world right now. There's some some crazy, crazy shit going on. What I basically what I want to say is there's a lot of violence out in the world and it fucking sucks. And because one thing led to another, uh, African-Americans are having to create violence just to be heard in this world because of like what's going on how much we've been you know oppressed in a way growing up in america i honestly i used to think that no one was judging me by the color of my skin but as i get older as i got older into the world i did start to realize that that wasn't the case and it sucks that that's the way it is that sometimes i do get judged because of the color of my skin and it really shouldn't be like that but it is and right now people want to get their voices heard and i hope everyone who's doing a peaceful protest that they stay safe and their voice is heard basically so that's all i can really say on the matter is um hopefully we find peace in all this Hello and welcome to Pop Cool Media. I'm your host, C-Rad, and this is my lovely co-host, Ricky B. On the scene. Like always. Like always. What does the B stand for? Does it stand for Bloodborne? No. Oh. I was really hoping it stands for Bloodborne this Why time. Why would it stand b- uh, for Bloodborne? Well, it definitely for sure doesn't stand for Batwoman. We have a lesser video game podcast this time. I got like... Okay, so you have a story for, for a video game thing, uh, and I have a story that's not on here that's video game related but for the most part we're going to be talking about the the other media shit that we usually talk <laughs> so uh 13 reasons why came out and it came out at a very very um it's very topical for what like what time we're in right now that the 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 stuff that like it tries to the matters it tries to take and talk about it's bringing up a conversation and that's a good thing i think but we're going to talk about the review because ricky b has seen every single episode of 13 reasons why and this is the last season so we're probably gonna have like a little spoiler discussion of every season so far and uh for me for me i've seen only a couple episodes of 13 reasons why i.e whenever i walk into the room and let me tell you guys whenever i walk in the room there's always some crazy shit happening in this <laughs> freaking show so yeah I'll, I'll talk a little bit about um what it's like to be you know we're a couple and sometimes we have shows that uh, uh that we want to watch that the other person kind of just whatever about so i'll give my little impressions of me uh tuning in and out of the show and how i feel about it because it, it's got some it's got some topics for sure and that's kind of the whole point of the series the, the ways of awareness uh and then we got some other uh tv show news so let's get started with uh let's get the video game shit out of the way so let's let's get started with some um just stupid shit <laughs> some tiny stupid shit that's not fair okay maybe it's a little fair sega what the hell are you doing why are you always doing weird shit sega like you got the but don't you want the little uh tomagotchi things it's not it, it would be cool if it was a tomagotchi at least it would make more sense but it's not a tomagotchi but you can play Sonic on a tomagotchi system like oh. an ass thing <laughs> 
I think they're at the Sega system is the whatever the fuck it's called. The Game Gear. Game Gear. Gear. It's like a Game Gear Mini. Is it uh, smaller than the Tamagotchi? Have you seen the Tamagotchi? Yes, it's about the. Well, (laughs) I want to say it's about the same size. It's smaller than a Tamagotchi. I think it's thinner. Thinner and smaller than a Tamagotchi. And you're supposed to be playing like full on video games on this shit. See, Tamagotchi had like a tiny mini game of like you're supposed to take care of this creature. It's like Neopets. And like maybe you have like mini games that's just like, you know, push a couple buttons. Yo, this is a full on ass Sonic game and RPGs and shit that is on this Game Gear tiny device. To put context in this, Sega decided the bright idea to continue the mini series, uh, you know, besides the Sega Genesis mini. Uh, they have created the, the Game Gear Mini is what I'm just going to call it. And what it is, is it's one of those portable handheld video game systems like a Game Boy back in the day, but it's for Sega. And it used to be pretty decent size. It was pretty big. Uh, they had a attachment to make the screen larger and whatnot, but if, for the most part, it felt like a, a handheld gaming system. This is like a gimmick novelty thing where they've taken that handheld system and made it so small that it's about the like it can fit in the palm of your hand. I don't know how that works with like people who have bigger hands. And then on top of that, so there's four of them in four different colors. Black, yeah. red, yellow, and blue, I think. So the Game Gear and has a big library of video games, and you're only getting four. And then there are four different versions of the Game Gear Mini with different colors, and those ga- ones have different games. They all have four games each, and they're all different. And they basically want you to collect them all, and putting that price all together, it's about 200 how much is uh one just in itself um 50 bucks Ooh. yeah For three <laughs> games and it's tiny four as games fuck. four games and it's it, tiny as fuck and it requires two triple a batteries that's it, not worth it <laughs> Well, again, it's a novelty, right? It's for collectors. But even for collectors, I think this thing is stupid. It's so silly. I wouldn't get it. It's almost like, like a piece of shit. You should have made it just like one of those uh, model kit things where you you build it together and it's supposed to look at like the old system, but it doesn't actually work. Like uh, you just I put it on your shelf. I don't understand why you would need that if you already have the Sega Mini. Well, Game Am Gear has different versions of the games. Okay. So Sonic the Hedgehog on the Game Gear is different from Sonic the Hedgehog on the genesis oh <laughs> are you confused yet Ricky? no i just Ricky? think it's fucking stupid well all right so if that screen that screen's about um i believe an inch an inch wide because that's how big how, the screen i've is. seen how tiny the screen is yeah and for people who have bad eyesight like the both of us well hold on <laughs> if you have bad eyesight reiki don't worry as long as you collect all four of the Game Gears and then tell Sega about it, they'll send you in an att- attachment to make the screen bigger. Oh, it's the mic. Just like the Game Gear. Oh, God. What it is is a big old magnifying glass that they attach to your little portable device. And uh, get this, it covers up some of the buttons. <laughs> to see, that sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> Sega, you need to fucking like reassess your life real quick. I don't understand why the fuck you would even think this was a good idea it's super silly but what makes it bad in my opinion is how much this was hyped up sega was hyping up that they were going to change gaming forever and this is not actually the change gaming forever announcement i'm gonna get to that in a second but them getting us all excited for something special like i don't know a dreamcast mini uh and then not really 
delivering it just reminds us that yes sega you're you're on the losing team you're on the losing team sega there's a reason doesn't nintendo kind of own them now (laughs) or is that some weird (laughs) they work with nintendo of some games it's 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 like Sega's fucking stupid, you know, kind of like how they own Atlas and Atlas is run by idiots, too. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like Sega's full of dumbasses. So, Ricky, here's the actual big announcement that's supposed to revolutionize video games. Forever. Bayonetta 3. And just like a <laughs> Japanese video game company, the, the way they think is only about Japan. Uh, is it a handheld system? No, no, no. So whenever it comes to Japanese development, they always think of Japanese, you know, their region first. Mm-hmm. That's where the, that's where their business is. And so when they met change the video game world they mean they meant changing the video game world in japan i guess i understand that but hyping it up so much that the whole world was looking at you and doing this i just think was not a good idea i mean i like i like japanese game development like a lot like I, all of my favorite games are from japanese developers but they do some wacky shit sometimes and this is kind of kind of wacky so <laughs> what they're doing they're doing this thing called and prepare yourself fog gaming that's fog gaming fog gaming so what it's what it's going to be is it's going to allow arcades in japan aka the sega stores the sega arcades to put their arcade machines on a server so that customers can log on and still play their arcade games on the internet even if the business is closed oh so definitely not for america (laughs) For definitely not for America. So basically, Sega's making their own Stadia, but not really. And folks, I don't know if you knew how Stadia went. <laughs> yeah, I imagine the way this is going to work because whenever you go into an arcade in Japan, you have like this um this cash card. I forget what it's called, but they have, you have a, like a membership cash card, and every time you swipe into the arcade machine, you, you're basically spending credits. So I think you're just going to use your account that is a associate with that card and you're going to be spending credits every time you want to play the game online and the way they worded it as you can play games when the store closes. i wonder if they only make it available when the store closes <laughs> i don't know because wouldn't that kill the uh, arcade yeah see that's what i'm thinking like they don't want to they don't want to kill the arcade you know kill the arcades like we did in america because we're, we're dumb but uh the so they, they, they want to make it to where like when the store closes that's when you can log on that's what i'm thinking Army. or like maybe if it, when it's too full you can log on i don't know if you're logging on well, maybe if it's like limited games well it's going to be right like you can't have like i'm gonna use old games here but you can't have outrun or space harrier or house of the dead you can't just stream those games those things have peripherals that you have to be on in order to play the game so it's most likely going to be like poyo poyo or fighting games like virtual fighter or some shit fighting vipers <sighs> maybe maybe some racing games some car games like crazy taxi and shit but uh yeah it's a little strange the fog gaming is just i mean it doesn't it doesn't affect us not at all it kind of de-hypes sega in a way i mean i've i've never really been hyped for sega unless you know it involves platinum and bayonetta's involved sega has always just been the little engine that could to me and they have all these amazing IPs that they are just sitting on. I'm telling you, <laughs> they're g- hyping up for the uh, Sega movie universe. The Sega movie You're universe. You're going to have fucking Bayonetta, Kiryu, and Sonic in the same movie. 
All and that guy no, from uh, what's the Sky Pirate game? Skies of Arcadia. Yeah. Why I do really I always forget name. the name of that every time? But you're gonna have that pirate guy in it. Yep. Also, I am surprised Sega has not came out with an HD remastered of that. Yeah, we're not even asking. Like everyone, Skies of Arcadia fans aren't even asking for a sequel. They're like, can you please just re-release it? Like you did it on the GameCube. Can you do it for like an HD system or Steam so we can have it forever? Come on, Sega. I mean, I n- really I've, cost that much. I've never played Skies of Arcadia, but I've heard it's a really good game. Everyone loves Skies of Arcadia. Every time I hear someone talks about it, they're like, oh my god, that was like the best RPG game of the GameCube. If it's so good, why didn't it get a sequel? <laughs> I mean, does every good game get a sequel? Skies of Arcadia did get a sequel. By a sequel, I mean the studio made something else, and that's called Valkyra Chronicles. And they've made... I guess five of them if you count that uh muso one but yeah they've made five of them but only one but skies of arcadia that, that game like completely different from skies of arcadia same team i'm i know but because it's the same team doesn't mean it's like a spiritual successor or the fuck it's, you want i'm not it. actually saying it's a sequel i mean they're having more fun making this game than your skies of arcadia i'm just saying why don't i just it just surprises me that they haven't re-released it yeah it surprises me too that and a lot of people are hunkering for it. That and uh, Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio! Okay, here's the things with Sega. These cool games that are cult classics that we know and love are just that. They're cult classics. They don't, there's no money in it. Mm-hmm. So if there's no money in it, they don't want to make it. Kind of like end. how Beautiful Joe is. Isn't like Beautiful Joe? Beautiful Joe, a cult classic. Like, yeah, it's a ca- cult if classic you think Capcom about it, game. If you think about it, would if they if Capcom re-released it, yeah, would anybody really buy it? No, exactly. Okay, the fans would buy it. The fans would buy it, but would anybody else get into it? It's not Okami, my guy. Yeah. Okami's just like, okay, so we have a new system? Okami. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone go buy it. I mean, they haven't re-released the one on the fucking DS. (laughs) So at the end of the day, uh, Sega is being um, Sega, really. Not much else to say there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So for our last video game news for this podcast... Uh, Ricky actually doesn't have it. Our lovely moderator doesn't have it in the stories, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. Is it Bloodborne? <sighs> How'd you guess? Is it because I've been talking about Bloodborne quite a bit? Yeah. There is a leak or a rumor or somebody said something, someone figured out something about Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Two? No, even better. Bloodborne. HD? Well, Bloodborne is already HD. Steam? Okay, all right. Now you're cooking. <laughs> all uh, right. PS5? Now you're cooking. So there will be a re-release. This leaker, well, this rumor is Bloodborne will be re-released for PC and PS5 running, that is the most important part, running at 60 frames per second. So it's just a rumor? Is there screenshots or video? No, no. It's just gonna... It's just highly... It's just, it's gotten to the point where, where reliable sources are now retweeting this. So, of course grain of salt but why wouldn't they make bloodborne 60 frames per second now i don't think 
Okay, maybe I do think. I do think because Dark Souls got a remaster, right? They called it Dark Souls Remaster. So why wouldn't they make a Bloodborne remaster? I don't know. I mean, and was... they're also saying Blue Point is the one developing this port, which that's good and all, but um, Blue Point's been hyping like a like a, a a remake, and if this is it, I mean, I love it personally, but overall, that's kind of disappointing because people were expecting Demon Souls, and that game's been buried for like the longest ass time on PS3. So so I think fans should get Demon Souls rather than Bloodborne. Me personally, I'm happy as fuck. I love Bloodborne, but those Demon Soul fans haven't been no love's been treated over there, and they they deserve a little love. That's all I gotta say about that. I don't know. I didn't play either one of those games. <laughs> they're they're not your vibe. I uh, know they're not my <laughs> they're not my cup of tea. But not, if you like it, then good for you. A hunter is a hunter after all. I just Ricky. Oh, okay. I just know that there's like a sex doll in it or something (sighs) (laughs) there's like a there's like a sex doll in it like they have sex like they're fucking they're just like (laughs) that's the whole game bro that's what happens (laughs) and then you like turn to a slug at the end yeah you slug and you go up to sex dolls but all right next story i'll let you take this one because i feel like it would be funny coming from you what uh batwoman (laughs) what's up with that okay so we finally got some news on how they're going to replace Ruby Rose. Oh, boy. They are completely changing the character. Oh, so boy. So <laughs> I think the, I forgot what the um, placeholder name was. It was like Jane something. It was kind of, it was like a generic name. Jane Doe. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. And she's going to be the new Batwoman. And she is, she's going to be a... I don't... How do I word this? She's going to be worse than what they had? How do you know it's going to be worse? Because apparently she's going to be a... How they word this? Mm-hmm. A spunky... Spunky? <laughs> you okay? That's a good word. That's a good word for uh, a TV show network to have. Spunky. Uh, spunky. <laughs> spunky TV show network. No nonsense. No no. <laughs> I can just see investors eating this shit up. They're like, go on. I think she's also a pothead, too. And she lives in a trailer. (laughs) Then how is she being Batwoman? I don't know. It takes money to be part of the Bat family. My thing is, I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, like, are they going to... How are they going to get rid of Ruby Rose in it? You know? Uh, one of the flying Graysons landed on her. <laughs> Probably. They were like, weep! Might as well. But uh, she... <laughs> the, the new Batwoman is confirmed that she's is, in fact, going to be a lesbian. That Ooh. was their big, huge marketing ploy. It was like, yes, Wasn't we're keeping Batwoman it. already a lesbian? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was just like... <laughs> Well, I figured she was going to be a lesbian, but I mean, does it really matter? I I mean, who's to judge, I guess. I'm not going to watch it. And the best news, right? They fired all of their writers and they got good ones this time, right? No. Is that what part of the news? I think they were keeping all the writers. Oh, then it's still going to be bad because fundamentally that was what's wrong with the entire show is the script and the scenarios are all just kind of bleh. 
Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but the main villain for Batwoman is Kate Kane's twin sister. And okay. she has this like weird Alice in Wonderland thing going on. So she she's upset that Kate didn't find her while this dude had her captive in the house. She's like, You were supposed to have this twin connection thing. And like she's super mad about super mad at her sister. And I think she's pissed off at her dad too. She's like, You guys gave up looking for me. Okay. But sorry, lady. Yeah, and then I, I think how they frame it, the do the dad's wife is the reason why they stopped looking for her. So it's like, okay, why don't you, you know? And then there's this guy that kind of does this face off, face off thing where he, he has like different masks. Oh, that's cool. But he's awful too. Oh, I was hoping he turned into Nicolas Cage. <laughs> we or, could all uh, hope. John Travolta. Wait, was it John Travolta in that? Yeah. Okay, all right. Just making sure. That was crazy. No, he was supposed to be the main villain and then, you know, they switch faces and, you know. Woo! <laughs> even though that, off. that shit doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but if you're a fan of Batwoman, good for you. I've seen you probably get more of the same. Yeah, I mean, in terms it's, of quality. It, yeah, I mean, if it's your cup of tea, good for you. I don't personally like it. I think the writing's really awful, and I don't like how they betray people that are into the same sex. I think it would have been better if glamorizer for marketing. Yeah, yeah, I don't like how they're using her sexualities for marketing. Is my main issue with it. Yep. If she was. Also, I don't like how they shit on Batman throughout the entire thing. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Like, if Batman's not in the show, why are you bringing him up? Yeah, but they bring him up, like, all the time. And then Ruby Rose is just an awful actress in it <laughs> to begin with. Uh, yeah, it sounds like she didn't, like, care. No, she's it. very... How she acts in it, she does not give a fuck. But, like, because she got hurt, she just, like, was never really into it after that. Yeah, well, if you've seen clips or watched the first episode, too, it seems like she does not give a fuck, even oh, when she started. Oh, boy. She she has this very deadpan way of acting, and the villain's awful. It's just it's just I don't know. It's just ridiculous, and I don't like how they they don't even explain why Batman left. They were just like, yeah, he just gave up on the city, which doesn't make any sense for who Batman is. A man just became lazy and gave up. Just like men give up they never finish the job <laughs> men, men. and then you add that whole fucking thing she says about the suit she's like yeah it, it's a, a man takes a woman's job or where the fuck it was what what was that famous line in the trailer <laughs> i don't know i don't care i don't know and then it was just like <laughs> i am a woman we bring up the trailer like every time we talk about Batwoman. Because it, that trailer was so god awful. Like you could you not right. turn off more people than ever. You right. You right. All right. I'm done talking what about this. What if they like garbage. took this chance to make Batgirl though? I hope they don't make Batgirl. At <laughs> don't this point. touch Batgirl. <laughs> Please don't. You. They will end up ruining her too. If they ever make like a Batgirl uh, series, I hope they do it that like one comic book line where where it was like really cool art style. Yeah. I know they they like retconned the killing joke. Joke, but it's apparently it was still good. I don't know. Yeah, I really like that art style too. Um, my thing about that is that they would ruin Batgirl personality because you know how she's kind of a little sassy and 
and she's kind of like happy-go-lucky too. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she would be fucking Mary Sue and talking about the patriarchy or some then shitting on men. Kind of like they do with Supergirl. I've seen like two episodes of Supergirl and I fucking hated how they portrayed her in it. I'm like, this isn't the Supergirl I grew up with. And that's not the only thing controversial when it comes to TV shows this week. We also have some Cowboy Bebop news. <laughs> let, let me get started on the Cowboy Bebop. So oh, we got we, go. we got some <laughs> confirmation of more news. So I guess one of the good or bad things would be that we're going to get more backstory between Spike, Julia, and Vicious and the um, Syndicate. That can go bad or good depending on if you give a shit. I personally don't because I fucking hate Julia. She's a dumbass cunt that kind of ruins the series. <laughs> she ruins... Hot takes. <laughs> I fucking hate the episode, the last couple episodes she's in. This woman She makes heated. fucking Spike into a goddamn simp. Oh, tell me it ain't so. And then you have the trope of two dudes are in love with the same woman so they have to fight over her. I in. fucking hate that she trope. She going in. <laughs> and Julia's not even worth it. She She's a fucking... Get her. I know we're not supposed to be slut shaming but you know Ooh, in, okay, in right. a lot of screen <laughs> in, a, in a lot of flashbacks she's uh-huh. fucking vicious and then turns around and fucks spike that girl is a fucking hussy in my opinion oh my gosh oh gosh God she don't give a fuck and she's when a she, hussy <laughs> when she got shot i thought that was the greatest moment of the entire series i was she like yes kill hussy. this dumb bitch oh Oh, man. Oh, God. She is... She is upset. You are I upset. Fuck, I fucking hate Julia. You're saying the hussy fuck. I think it would have been better if she would have died to begin with, and then it would have just been vicious pissed off because Spike got her killed. I would like that a lot better, but no. They had to fight over the dumb bitch, uh-huh. and then Spike turns to a simp, leaves the squad, and then he dies for this dumb bitch. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know where to start with you. I don't know where to start with you, because, like, not only did we not even go into the news of what this is, we I mean- went on this tangent about Julia. Alright, alright. For starters, Julia is an essential character to Spike's character. I'm not character I'm not character. debating that. I'm just saying she's Who Spike awful. is is because of what Julia did. did and um what Spike does is very important because of Julia. Julia's an essential character to Spike's story. So I'm not saying she's not. I'm just yeah. saying she's a dumb character. She's super important to Spike and Vicious's story, but I don't like like how they pulled the fucking friendship gets broken because of a dumb bitch. And Julia's not even likable to begin with. Well, maybe you'll get more context. Maybe they can fix it for me in the live action series, but they turned around and did something that's really pissed me off. So according to director, uh, mm. Faye is going to dress differently, which I expected. And he was like, well, we want a, a human to be playing Faye's part or something like that. Wait, what are they trying to say there? What the fuck? Are they- They're trying they're trying to say that um face too skimpy in wait 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 are they implying faye Faye wasn't a human yeah that she she was just just a a sex pot sex a sex symbol yep that's what they are implying so see now i'm heated see (laughs) 
No, I'm fucking upset. Let me tell you, I don't understand these people who are saying we shouldn't slut shame and then they get pissed off about a fucking character who isn't real to begin with. And Faye, the reason why she dresses like that is because she is the femme fatale in the series. The reason why Faye dresses like that is because she comes into a world that is just conniving, that is hustling each other, that it's just a world where morals are very, very diluted. The reason why she dresses like that is because when she came into this world, she learned that you need to get ahead of the person in front of you. You need to abuse your power in order to take something from the person next to you because if you don't you're the one that's going to be uh uh you're You're the one that's going to get fucking hustled you're the one that's going to get fucked in all of this so the reason why she dresses like that and i said that a third time is because she is trying to distract men to get her to get them to trust her get her close so she could steal from them that is the whole point Faye isn't sleeping with every fucking guy she sees she's scamming every other guy she sees because she has to because she has learned that's the only way to survive when she comes into this world she has nothing not even her memories her first interaction is her only lesson yeah so she wakes up and she is basically part of a scam in other words so now she's running from a debt that she got tricked into taking so that's all she knows is to fucking scam people and if she has to use her body so be it yeah she doesn't just, pay the debt then she goes to jail so, so she's constantly on the run and she's constantly scamming people and the debt isn't even really a part of it anymore it's because now that she knows that this is the only way to live she just keeps doing it and that's how she survives that's how she gets food mm-hmm. that's how she gets the next place she's gonna sleep she has to she has to survive and that's her whole goal and i just when the the director made that point he was like well they're not gonna dress the same or they're not gonna look the same or have the hair hair same hairstyle but when he added the fade nonsense it really pissed me off because that feels like he doesn't understand he doesn't it what, seems what like when you make that about. comment about characters who dress like that in shows sometimes there is a legit reason for it and other times it's fucking stupid like quiet from the phantom pain she can't she has to be naked because she breathes through her skin it's fucking stupid i know yeah but where if you uh take mai's character from king of fighters she dressed she has her boobs hanging out to distract men and that's how she fucking like fucks them up and Faye is wearing that outfit to survive she is trying to find something she can call her own because right now she doesn't have anything not even her own memories Mm -hmm. and finding those memories are near impossible for her and that affects her yeah and every time she gets close and finds something she can call her own it gets destroyed some way some way form Mm -hmm. and even at the end of the show what does she have she can call her own not much and that's that's face fucking character it's a tragic story yeah you don't and just to call her not human is fucked (laughs) like fuck off <laughs> Faye has one of the most tragic stories in the series, in my opinion. That's why when people are like, well, I didn't really care for Faye, I'm like, did you even watch the series? Faye's a big part of it. <laughs> Faye's like, Faye to me is the most interesting character because you don't 
know anything about her besides what you get from the video and then the last episode, I think, is when she goes back to Singapore, something like that. Yeah, out of all the characters, everyone lost something, but she lost the most. Yeah, she... Except for Ed. Ed didn't really lose anything. Ed just... Ed ended up gaining more. <laughs> to be honest, Ed didn't lose any much. I guess Ed lost her family, but she wasn't looking for her family. Yeah, I mean, that's my opinion on it. And, uh... Cowboy Bebop's deep. Cowboy Bebop And the writers is... of this new Netflix show need to realize that. Yeah. It's not just about bounty hunters looking cool and jazz music. There's more to it than that. What else was part of that news besides Faye? The Faye thing had me heated. I guess everyone's getting a character redesign. Everyone's gonna look different. And I think they had the first two episodes edited. I know for a fact they have the first episode finished. Okay, uh, that's cool. Yeah. There's still no word about Ed in this. She's not gonna be in this season. I hope there's only one season. Oh yeah? Only one season? Because I have little faith for this series. Mm. And most of the time when I see a live action movie or series from America, I, I already know it's gonna be fucking garbage. Uh, the Dragon Ball Z movie was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun watch, though. This is so fucking stupid. The Death Note movie was awful, but it's also really funny how, like, the interactions and the dude really wanted to go kill, become Kira so he can get his dick wet. That was, that was the plot of the live action of that. I absolutely hate the Full Metal Alchemist live action movie. That shit was <laughs> you awful. You can't even finish it. <laughs> I really love Full Metal Alchemist and just, I, what, I think I got, like, two minutes in, something like that. I yeah. don't even even know it was i just had to turn that shit off we didn't watch the bleach movie either because so i think that one got really distracting there's a oh yeah, there is a bleach movie isn't there yeah i didn't watch battle angel alita because her fucking cgi eyes it was too fucking distracting for me the cgi in that is fucking hideous <laughs> it i know a lot of people were are says the movie's really good i'm not gonna watch it because when i watch movies with bad cgi that's all i fucking see oh shit what's another one i don't know ghost in the shell i didn't watch ghost in the shell that's because i wasn't a fan of the show or the original movie to begin with okay but that's why i didn't really care for it i understand why people are mad about the scar johansson stuff you know oh that was another thing he said he wasn't gonna scarlett johansson the um cowboy bop series which is like he wasn't gonna scarlett johansson the bebop series what does it mean that he wasn't gonna cast white people in it oh, but okay. it never really specifically says what race each one of the characters are yeah i mean you made jet black in the live action i mean that's his name (laughs) and i know that like there's this men there's like not mentality but i know ign said that jet was like what he was like number three of african-americans in anime it was like he's not even black (laughs) he's voiced by a black man in english but just technically not black yeah so i don't know i guess it's fine as long as the actor acts like jet personally i would have made the guy older i think the guy who's playing jet in the series looks too young to play jet but no one wants an old man on the screen i know but jet's <laughs> supposed to be like the dad of the group yeah and I, that's just my pet peeve with the casting with that i don't think they say what fucking ed is she's just from earth and then spike is from mars so i'm just watching her 
podcast just trying to kill this fucking beetle. I've been watching that, the secret co-host <laughs> trying to destroy this bug too. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, you know what else is interesting? Oh, I got some. Hold on. I got some right here. Oh, 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 Ricky. What? I found something on you. What? Apparently, you have a tape. A tape? Yeah. What kind of tape? I don't know. It's a tape. <laughs> it says it's a tape with your name on it. I don't know what's going on. <gasps> I guess welcome to your tape. Because <laughs> here it is. Welcome to your tape. Welcome to your tape. <laughs> So, 13 reasons why the... Why? 13 reasons why you should only watch season one is the review. Yeah. Done. <laughs> the last season... Oh, boy. <laughs> ...came out, I think, Friday. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's pretty awful. It really feels like... they. It became fucking... An ABC the, family show. It sure did. That's, that's what happened. So, complete spoilers. <laughs> I'm going to be talking what I remember from the previous previous seasons yeah we're gonna give an overall review of the whole show yeah okay so spoilers spoilers one two three spoilers spoilers three four five um so 13 reasons why is about this girl named hannah baker and she commits suicide and the reason she puts 12 reasons why she committed suicide on tapes and each tape is has a specific person of why she committed suicide and then the tapes ends up in the hands of clay which he's the last person he's like the person before the last person Mm -hmm. to get these so he goes through a roller coaster of feelings of listening to these tapes of why hannah baker killed herself and he has this obsession with her like this unhealthy obsession with her of his ideal version of her which is i liked watching this man go through insanity of listen to his tapes and he's like hannah would never lie to me and shit like that and so like the version he had of hannah is a complete person a different person than what she was so he finds out another character bryce walker rapes her in which that's kind of the nail on well, it is the nail in the coffin. Wait, no. It, it's the beginning of the nail in the coffin. She mm-hmm. goes to the counselor and tells the counselor that she was raped. And the counselor convinces her that maybe she is just saying that and really she just wanted to have sex with Bryce Walker is pretty much what he says. So she ends up killing herself by cutting herself in a bathtub. And, you know... um, Okay, so 13 Reasons Why, um, the whole point of the show is to raise awareness that teenagers go through some shit, that bad things happen, and some of these things, teenagers just just don't want to talk about with their parents yeah and it's trying to raise a conversation to help prevent these bad things from happening because because of all the drama all the stress that teenagers are dealing with they they feel like they're too afraid or they're too embarrassed or they just don't want to talk talk about it with anyone in general and they try to bundle up and hide it and because of that it leads to some unfortunate events that 13 reasons why is trying to bring up to help prevent that so it's trying to help in a way uh for parents friends family anyone to ask the questions speak or speak up and just be able to talk to each other to figure out how to fix these the these these issues that come up or how to prevent is Uh, what like the whole series is about yeah and i know that there was a lot of controversy with the scene because the original cut of the series i watched it when the series first came out um when they actually showed 
how Hannah committed suicide. And it's really graphic. Um, It's definitely a scene that sticks with you. Yeah, it it it. sticks to me to this day. And when the show came out, uh, people were blaming the show for their teenagers committing suicide. Now, I'm in the belief that because you watch something or you played something or it... It doesn't trigger you to want to do that. If your teenager or whoever committed suicide, they had Something either, led to that. Yeah, something led to that. Something bigger than a fucking TV show. Now, the TV show may have gave them more of a reason to, but I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I think that for someone to do something like that, something more than a fucking TV show caused something like that. Now, you can disagree or agree with me. That's fine. That's just my personal belief. So, season one ended with Clay. Well, throughout season one, he talks to each one of the people who was on the tapes and then he confronts Bryce and Bryce admits that he raped Hannah and then during this Hannah's parents are trying to sue the school for causing Hannah's while that there's this other character named Tyler who kind of had it's kind of like Clay in a way he he has this certain ideal about Hannah then he comes obsessed with her and he ends up taking kind of like a panty shot of her. So he kind of goes spiraling down madness during season one, which leads into season two. So season two starts off with them finding out Bryce raped other girls. And this other character, Jessica, starts to deal with the fact that Bryce raped her and that she doesn't want to be friends with him, nor does she want to date Justin, who I'm not faulting him for what happened to her, just for the sheer fact that he tried to stop that shit from happening to her, but he couldn't because he was fucked up because, you know, drinking. So they deal with that while they're dealing with the um, court case. So it ends with like like this whole thing where like Bryce and Jessica end up going to court and of course since Bryce is rich and I mean you can add white to that too he's rich he's white any place for football he gets like probation yeah so his mom ends up transferring to another school and Jessica doesn't get justice for me I don't think she got justice but she feels like a weight has lifted from her kind of sort of and then it they go to a dance I think it's like the end of the year dance and they all hug it out and um it ends with hannah's funeral and clay says his final goodbyes to the ghost hannah because that's a whole thing too where clay sees a ghost hannah yeah clay has like psychic powers yeah where he sees the dead people and he talks to them <laughs> um i guess he has the sixth sense or whatever something like that <laughs> so season three what the fuck was season three about bryce about oh, bryce yeah it's about bryce and how he's dealing with the fact that he is a rapist and there's this new character, Ani, who's narrating the series. So season one was Hannah narrating and season two was Clay. Or I guess it was a combination of everybody. But Ani is like the worst character ever in the series. <laughs> Just going straight in. <laughs> she is. I'm glad she's barely in season four. So she kind of shows up and becomes friends with the main cast. So I think they're juniors at this point. It never says what year they are in. I thought they were already seniors, but I guess I was fucking wrong. Or, you know, I don't even remember when season one came out. So it deals with Bryce 
dealing with that he's a rapist. And the whole big thing is somebody murdered Bryce. Now, this is the part where it becomes fucking an ABC family series. <laughs> you go from suicide to a possible school shooting, which was Tyler comes in with fucking guns and was going to shoot up at the, the school dance at the la- previous season. But Clay and this other character named Tony kind of prevent that. To prevent that. And they're also dealing with that. And between season two, Tyler also gets raped by another character, Monty, and a group of other guys that are part of the football team. Monty's important. I'll bring him up later. So they're trying to figure out who killed Bryce. And they think it's Clay. And Clay's like spiraling into insanity more. He he goes crazy in every season, but <laughs> yeah. it's it's kind of like the, the beginning of the season. He's like, he goes to fucking Bryce's house, tells us Bryce he's gonna fucking kill him and it's it's fucking messed up. So you find out that Zach, this other character, beat the shit out of Bryce because Bryce fucking fucked up Zach's leg. And then Alex and Jessica, Alex is another important character, and then they end up killing Bryce together. Okay. And they're also dealing with Tyler with his depression and how he had to deal with being raped in it. Which I thought, I found that part of the third season sweet. I could care less about the whole murder thing. And then like they pin in on Monty and then Monty ends up getting stabbed to death in juvenile hall. Or I guess he went to jail and that's why he got stabbed which I don't know why the fuck he was even in regular jail shouldn't he went to juvenile but uh, because it was probably a murder. Well since it was he was charged for being a murderer. Well he wasn't he charged pr- with being a murderer. He was charged with raping Tyler at first. And then after Monty died is when Ani pinned the death of Bryce on Monty. Oh, okay. So you went to jail for Tyler? Yeah. That right. w- Maybe, you know, well, doing that, he probably got tried as an adult because it's a serious crime. Yeah. I don't I don't know how that... I, I don't know. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be tried as an adult. I just don't know how that would work with, like, California law. Or, I think it takes place in California. So, um, you find out that Monty and this other guy named Winston were fucking throughout the entire series or past summer. So Winston, well not Winston, um, it ends with the the crew, the, the main cast, going to the cafe and Tyler has pictures of everyone up and it ends really nice. Everyone's hugging and laughing. Cause I think that's like one of the best scenes in the entire it is, series is the, is the picture scene. Yeah, because Bryce gives Jessica a tape of her own to say that he was sorry for everything and that he was fucked up in the head but Jessica didn't want Jessica didn't has the every right to not forgive him and I think it really pissed her off too what I can remember it's been a little bit since I've seen the past three seasons Mm -hmm. so it ends with them at the cafe and Tyler's posting pictures because he went through this big use character arc that he he feels that he's no longer lonely and it ends on a very sweet scene with Justin Clay and Jessica all happy and you know and then Winston shows up tells Ani that he knows that Monty didn't kill Bryce because Monty and him were together that night and then the cops find these guns that Clay and Tony jumped in the river at the end. And I got really sad because I was just 
like I'm like I don't I don't know how the fuck they're even going to pull off season 4. So season, here we are, season 4. Season 4. And the goofy meter is about to go up. Yeah, so Clay is super fucking psychotic in this. <laughs> he starts like freaking the fuck out, try telling the cops that Monty's mur- he was framed. And you have Winston, the other character named Diego, and then Monty's sister Estelle trying to figure out who actually killed Bryce. And on top of that, you have Zach, one of the best characters in the series, becomes a fucking alcoholic and an asshole. I don't know how the fuck that even happened when he was going through shit in the last season, but he wasn't fucking... I I don't know. I just don't understand how the fuck that happened. It kind of feels like the cloud from original Final Fantasy going to Evan Children, how he became an emo <laughs> when he accepted shit he already done. Okay. It's like... Zach accepted what he fucking done and then he becomes an alcoholic. And then he starts like having sex with hookers and I'm like, what the fuck happened? So what else? Um, There's this new character named Charlie who was in the last season of 13 Reasons Why. I barely remember who the fuck he was in season three. So when they were having a conversation about how Winston shows up on the first day of school, I'm like, who the fuck is Charlie? (laughs) Like it took me forever to remember who the fuck he was. And Charlie's one of the best characters of season four because he's just taking Zach's place. Zach used to be like this really sweet person and he helps everyone and then Charlie becomes that. And then I will add this to um, so Alex becomes really important because you know he's the one who actually pushes Bryce into the water and then Bryce ends up drowning. But like that contribute to Zach being the shit out of Bryce too. So Alex and Zach have this connection. Um, I think it was season one. Alex tried to kill himself. So he has a brain inner injury and his legs forever going to be fucked up. And Zach helped him throughout that. They become best friends. And then beginning of season four, Alex kisses Zach and you think, oh, this is going to become a thing. But it doesn't. And it... it <sighs> I can understand why people are pissed that these two didn't get together. But at the same time, it was like, you never see Zach interested in boys. And I know that they say something about Alex maybe into guys in the previous seasons. I could be wrong about that, but I think there is a scene something around that area. So Alex ends up dating Winston. And then when Clay tells Alex... Or I think it's Clay. I don't know. Someone tells Alex that Winston's trying to figure out who killed Bryce. So Alex cuts that shit off. And then he starts dating Charlie, who's like a a really sweetheart. I'm like, okay, I like Alex and Charlie together. But it kind of would have made sense if he got together with Zach. Since him and Zach had chemistry. And Alex throughout the entire series is trying to figure out his own sexuality. And trying to be okay with the fact that he killed someone. And also help Zach with his own shit while well because Zach's always been there for him so that's their story pretty much um Jessica I don't know why they can never write her character she's a fucking cunt she is I fucking hate her she is the worst and it's like I know she is a rape victim but she's not likable at all 
I hate her too. I try. Every time they try to redeem her, she does some fucking dumb shit. So she ends up fucking this guy named Diego. Even uh, to get back at Justin, because Justin goes to rehab to get sober up, and Justin breaks up with Jessica so he can figure out his own shit. She cannot accept this, so she ends up being a bitch and starts fucking with Diego to make Justin jealous. And also, she finds out that Diego knows that um somebody else killed Bryce. And on top of that, he thinks Clay does it, so he, him and the football team end up fucking with Clay, which makes him super fucking psycho in the series. And she's just fucking fine with it. Ani doesn't do much in this season, because I think everyone fucking hated her from the last season, so they kind of pushed her out. Yeah. <laughs> she is barely in this series. She, her and Clay date, they break up, and she's pretty much gone. And then she comes back for the last, like, two episodes, and her and Jessica are best friends. I don't know when that happened, because I feel like they weren't best friends in the last season. I could be wrong. I just didn't feel it. I There was, like, this weird vibe. Like, I just don't see someone being friends. I just don't see Jessica being friends with Ani when Ani and Bryce were a thing. They were fucking throughout the last season and then Jessica Jessica's pissed off at Ani but they've become best friends I just I don't see how that would work I guess people are different from me I personally wouldn't be friends with them but you know that's just my own thing so Ani's barely in it Tyler and Estelle become best friends I don't think they date they just become really good friends and Winston becomes great friends with Tyler it's like Tyler is a sweetheart too and Winston straight up confronts Tyler he's just like I know Jessica was the one that killed uh, Bryce and I'm gonna take down all your friends he's like if you um if you apologize to me or something like that uh I won't rat you out and Tyler's just like it's like no they've all they've been there for me um you can I'm gonna go down with my friends if you're gonna tell yeah Tyler says if uh they're my friends what you do to them you do to me yeah that's basically what it is yeah basically and Winston kind of walks off so who am I missing out of the group Justin Ooh, I don't even know what to start so Justin in the beginning of the season goes through rehab and he's sober and he's trying to help Clay figure out why the fuck he's going nuts Justin's an absolute sweetheart in this season and when him and Jessica break up Jessica becomes a fucking cunt to him and they go there's this episode where they go on this college tour and Justin's super excited to go to college he goes through this long character development in season one he was a fucking asshole and then he goes he starts doing drugs and starts prostituting himself to older men and then Clay finds him on the streets brings him in the house and his parents fall in love with Justin they start treating him like their own and then they end up adopting Justin Justin ends up going back to school goes to rehab becomes this all becomes together so he finds out that jessica's fucking diego and justin's like what the fuck are you doing i I, you know he's fucking with clay you're trying to get back at me and then jessica's just like oh you broke up with me you're you threw it in my face and on top of that you know he gets accepted in school during this too and he's super excited he gets accepted to his first choice college which was clay's 
dad's college. So Justin, along the way, halfway through the series, he finds out his mom, well, his mom starts trying to bring him back to his life. So Justin kind of visits her off and on throughout the series, giving her money and trying to figure out what the fuck she's trying to do. So in an episode, the cops come to Justin and they're like, You're, we found your mom dead. She died of OD or she OD'd. And Justin kind of spirals back to his old habits. He starts using again. I don't know if he... I think it's it is implied that he goes back to prostituting, but I don't know. He um ends up contracting HIV and then he ends up dying of AIDS in this. I just I fucking hate that he got killed off this series. I wish he would have got a better ending that he went through this entire character arc and then he just fucking dies. The sweetest thing in season four, though, was the letter he wrote to his college, how Clay was a good influence on him and that his that he didn't want to fuck over Clay's parents and his Clay's parents fucking loved him too it is it just saddens me that this character went through hell to just die like that i guess it makes it more of a tragic story but i wish they wouldn't have killed him off i don't know i i just don't find a need to kill. it feels like they they had to kill someone off each season yeah yeah i guess someone died each season yeah and it was just like i feel like it was unnecessary to kill justin off there wasn't a reason to i feel like they could have done more with the winston diego trying to figure out who killed bryce over justin dying I get it that they needed to do something with Justin in the series. I just wish they wouldn't have killed him off. I feel like they should have done more with his sobriety than anything. Yeah. I feel like that's an important story to tell too. That you could have had him relapse and then deal with him going back to sobriety i wish they was stuck with that and i understand that aids and hiv is an important topic to talk about especially in the gay community i just i really wish they didn't go down that route i wish they would have done something different with his story but you know that's just my opinion um clay doesn't do much in this season besides be psycho and try he's just fucking nuts and he starts losing time he, he just becomes a fucking nutcase the school puts in cops and security cameras and clay just starts mentally just freaking the fuck out and he starts talking to lieutenant dan from from because he's a psychiatrist in that and that's kind of where the narrating comes from is clay going through his own shit yeah and like the previous seasons they never really deal with the fact that clay has this god complex about himself in a way and he's kind of figuring out he's like i can't save everyone i have to do he he just has to learn that there's only so much you can do yeah there's so much you you can do take care of yourself and yeah eventually you have to take care of yourself and he's trying to figure out what what love is and he talks about hannah in a little in a way he doesn't talk to his other friend that i can't even fucking remember his name but he was nice too in season one and like he sees ghost versions of bryce and monty being like well why you wanted me dead and he's he accepts that even though you do fucked up things you don't deserve to die especially the way that bryce and monty died bryce had died of drowning and then monty died of getting fucking stabbed to death um to 
Tony didn't really go through a character development either. He just, he ended up fighting for, I guess, the police department so he can get a scholarship. Well, he didn't want the scholarship, but he ends up getting a scholarship to Arizona and he's debating if he wants to go to Arizona or sell the shop that his father left. Well, I guess his father didn't leave it to him because his father and his mother, and I think some of his siblings get deported back to Mexico, if I can remember correctly. I know his father and mother get deported and then his mom, his sister ends up going to a different family because she's an actual U.S. citizen. I think that's what it was. I don't know. Um, so Tony's trying to deal with that and his boyfriend convinces him to go to Arizona. So overall, um, there's this whole arc too with the police and them attacking the darker skin students. Take that as you will. Yeah. There's this whole scene where Justin Diego fight and this cop ends up attacking Diego, handcuffing Diego, even though Justin started to fight. So everyone's just like, let Diego go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed. I was thinking of Dora the Explorer. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so what, what 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 was your overall impression of this series? I think that if you wanted to watch it, I think you can just watch season one. Season yeah. one is probably the best written season. And shot. And shot. And the most like emotional season. Yeah. Um, season two deals with more the aftermath of season one with Bryce being a fucking rapist. The shit that Jessica has to deal with. Um, Dealing more with Tana's death and how... How her death is affecting people around uh, around the area. Yeah. Um, but season three and four, you can kind of uh, season three and four, you can kind of skip the <laughs> best parts of season three. What I can remember is definitely the last scene when Tyler's having the pictures everywhere. Um, the shit that uh, Tyler goes through with him dealing with his own rape and just how yeah, I think that was the only parts I really liked because like Ani for me kind of ruins that season and honestly nothing really affected the story of Bryce dying because he's still a prominent character in season four even though he is a ghost but like yeah it's weird it's one of those things where it's just like okay so Jessica went through and I know that when you're a rape victim you're never really okay with it and how they portray in the series is that Jessica accepts what happened to her, I guess. But, like, she's always going to be dealing with it. And then having Ghost Bryce kind of guilt her for killing him. And then also being like, well, I want it and I just is dead and this and that. And it's just like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I just, it's just so fucking dumb. I don't understand. And that was the thing about season two with Ghost Hannah. I thought that was fucking dumb, too. Like, there was no reason for her to be there. And like even Justin, Ghost Justin makes fun of Clay for seeing Ghost him and Bryce and Ghost Monty. Monty. That like they make fun of him for seeing ghost people and Clay's like, I really don't think, I don't really don't see ghost people. I just think how they would have a conversation with me if I saw them in this particular moment or something like that. It's fucking dumb. So I definitely, if you, season one's probably the best season and it should have stopped at season one. It just becomes a fucking ABC family season series that the writing slowly becomes worse as it goes yeah now you can argue that season one's poorly written too and i can somewhat agree with that like i think they should 
should have wrote Hannah Baker into more of a likable character. I personally don't like Hannah in the series. She's kind of the worst in it. Well, it, it does a good job of showing that just because Hannah Baker is a victim, that doesn't mean she's an innocent person. Yeah. She she had done some shit too. And I think She didn't deserve what happened to her, but she also did some bad shit. Yeah. And then season two kind of contradicts some shit that happen- happens in season one. Like she has sex with Zach in it and it's like in season one she had Zach's tape had it where Zach and her become pseudo friends and then Hannah I don't know, Hannah like kind of rats him out or something like that. And Zach kind of distanced himself away from her. And it's like, okay, well, shouldn't him, shouldn't he, his tape been bigger then? And I get it. They were only planning on making one season, but still does it. It still doesn't matter. If you were going to have that scene in season two, if you were planning another season that should have been on his tape. So what's your closing thoughts? Uh, overall, season four is shit. I (laughs) fucking hated it. It was, it was... The only season I did not really want to binge. I binged season one in like two nights, I think. Mm. Um, I just I just felt like season four dragged on too much. A lot happened, but not really. <laughs> and there you go. A lot happened, but not really. I well, mean, they should have focused more on Winston and his little group trying to figure out who really fi- framed Monty, and they didn't do much of it. All right. Well, still a good show. Still check out season one. Uh, my personal opinions on it is there was some wacky, goofy shit, and I can tell the writing. Uh, the quality, every time I would come in uh, to check it out, each season, it would go down. A lot of editing mistakes that really shouldn't be there. Yeah, you fucking point them all <laughs> But, uh, 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 yeah, 13 Reasons Why, uh, the first season anyways, was really engaging and powerful from what I was tuning in, and it, it, it definitely brings awareness that I think people should see, especially parents, just to get that talk in there. If, if something's bothering them, hey, let's talk about it, right? Or let's discover what's going on. Don't You don't need to hide things from us. We're here to help. And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what first season's trying to get, get, get it come across. But yeah, uh, that's going to be it for the podcast. If you uh, want to send an uh, email, go to popcornmedia at gmail.com or go to twitter at media cool and check us out on spotify or anchor or wherever podcasts are thank you and bye bye stay safe out there folks